with your host Josh and welcome back to the Fantasy Football Fanatics podcast. We will be doing a recap of week 9, looking over some sell and buy candidates and doing some forecasting for the upcoming Ravens Saints game. We go in uh we go look in let's pull it up here. Eagles Thursday night game single they, you know, they handily beat the Texans. You know, Texans scored on the first drive, and that game wasn't really close. Patriots blew out the Colts 26-3. That offense under Sam Ellinger was terrible. Judon had three sacks. Um, absolute massacre. The Lions beating the Packers. Aaron Rodgers throwing two red zone interceptions. Aiden Hutchinson picked one off that bounced off the defender's helmet. Um, he threw another one to the safety. The Chargers came back on the Falcons. Um, even though they won that game, neither team really looked that good. Um, the defenses were good. The offenses couldn't do much all game. You know, the Chargers didn't really get into the game until the second half. The Jets beating the Bills. Everyone, everyone predicted that. Let me tell you, no, no one predicted that. The Jets suffocating defense, the pass rush got home, forced Josh Allen into some bad mistakes, really limited his production in the air. You know, he got a he got two rushing touchdowns in the air, he had two picks, under three hundred yards passing, under two fifty yards passing, I think he was at two thirty. His his arm was not good enough. Um, not saying that it'll be like that the rest of the season. I know he has an elbow injury now, but he looked bad against the Jets, so that's just something to look out for if his injury tends to linger. The Vikings came back on the Commanders. Um, good win for them. Commanders aren't going anywhere. I mean, I don't know. No one expected them to beat the Vikings. Um, they made it a close game. Uh, the Vikings, on the other hand, the defense played well, only allowed 17 points. I think they definitely should have a little bit more. I mean, that Washington defense is atrocious. But in the end, they got the job done. It's hard to knock them on that. Bengals blew out the Panthers. The Jags came back on the Raiders. The Raiders at this point are just a blown lead, a blown lead waiting to happen. Um, yeah, their in-game prop bets. Just always bet against them because they always find a way to blow it. Um, Dolphins beat the Bears. Justin Fields went nuclear. Uh, 178 rushing yards. Broke my fix. Single game record. The Seahawks beat the Cardinals. I think I think people are starting to respect the Seahawks a little bit more now. Geno Smith played well. The receivers are doing well. Tyler Lockett, DK. They're all getting involved. They're all doing well. Tampa beat the Rams 16-3. to Because we all expected a low scoring defensive battle. Um, Tom Brady, 40 seconds, drove 50 yards down the field, scored a touchdown. What can you do about that? It's hard to be mad at the Rams. Defense, you know, Brady's the GOAT. He's always got those vintage drives in him. The Rams' offense looked awful again. Um, if they're not throwing a Cooper Cup, the offense is just non-existent. They can't run the ball. Allen Robinson can't get open. Van Jefferson can't get open. Stafford is missing guys. It's full-blown panic mode over there. The Chiefs beat the Titans last night at, at the 8 o'clock game. 
Derrick Henry went off in the first half, but after that, he was kind of neutralized a little bit. I think the Titans got away from the formula of running the ball. Malik Willis threw the ball more, which was a disaster. I think it was genuinely one of the worst quarterbacking performances I've ever seen. Two, two pass completions past the line of scrimmage. He was 5 for 16 for like 80 yards. Mind you, that includes the 50-yard screen on the first play at 30 yards the rest of the game. And that is... Uh, Brian Tannehill isn't very good, but I'm sure Titans fans are begging for him to come back. Um, some buy-and-sell candidates. Justin Fields, who 43, 44 points. Um, I would value him as a top five fantasy quarterback moving forward. If you have him on your roster, and you, I wouldn't say sell him, but if you could get, like, a bona fide guy for him, like Mahomes and, like, a piece. I know there's some people that'll look at that performance and be like, oh my god, I need that. I mean, like, you could potentially sell high there, but I'm not saying get rid of him at all means. He'll still be a very good quarterback moving forward. Michael Pittman, Alec Pierce, Deion Jackson, Jonathan Taylor, any of those Colts players, just get rid of them for anything at this point. Pittman, I think, is borderline benchable at this point. He is, with two games under Ellinger, he has, I think, it's six receptions for 70 yards, and that's about, it's about six points a game. He's been, it's not his fault when I say he's been awful. He's been bad fantasy-wise. It's not his fault at all, but, like, Ellinger is just not good. But he, for fantasy purposes, he's pretty much unusable at this point. Jonathan Taylor, I mean, potentially a buy low. I mean, if you're going to value him as, like, an RB, a low RB2, I mean, I would go get him. But if you expect him to be an RB1 or a high-end RB2, I would, you know, punt on that idea. I don't think that's how that works. Josh Palmer for the Chargers. I know I had him on my team. Uh, nine catches, 106 yards, 19.6 points. He'll be a great start until Keenan Allen and Mike Williams are back. Even when Keenan is back, I know Keenan was questionable this week. In the end, he didn't go. But he's he'll be the number two when Keenan's not there, the number one when Keenan's gone. Mike Williams is still out another four weeks, I believe. Um, definitely pick him up if he's on your waiver wire. I think he's a safe 8 to 15 point option every week. Um, Josh Allen, like I said, no need to fret. He, he may miss time with an injury, but other than that, don't. This one game, I wouldn't. I wouldn't freak out on him. I mean, if the manager's freaking out, if the manager that owns him is freaking out because he looks because he's questionable, he's hurt, he didn't play well, then just if you can get him, do that. But I don't. I, I, no one should be panicking on him. Um. Justin Jefferson finally got into the end zone, broke his touchdown cold streak. Um, he's back to doing some great things. Obviously, he's a must-start every week. There's no reason anybody should be benching him. Top, I would value him as a top-three fantasy wide receiver. Um, yeah, just great, great, great player. Bengals beat up on the Panthers. Specifically, Joe Mixon beat up on the Panthers. He beat
beat them basically all by himself. Um, I wouldn't say sell him necessarily. I know I have him in Dynasty, and I've been fielding some offers for him. He's going to be an RB1 the rest of the way, but I think this might be the time you can sell him for like absolute running back one value, like the RB1 value. You know, anytime a player has a big game, like there's people that are willing to like overpay for them. And I think I think I got an offer. I think it was it, this is Dynasty. I think it was like Ken Walker and somebody else. And I looked at that. I was like, oh yes, please. Like people really overreact after big big games or poor games, and you can really take advantage of that. Um, Moving on to the Seahawks, Kenneth Walker, beast, stardom everywhere, um, offensive rookie of the year. I don't think that's really up for debate anymore. Um, great, great player. Just there's, you know, stardom every week and forget it. You don't when you're setting your lineup. You don't even need to. Do I do I get some back? No, you start him immediately. There's no debate there. Tyree Kill is still really good at football. <laughs> we saw what he did, carving up the Bears all day. The Rams and the Bucks, the two juggernaut offenses. Pre pre preseason, everybody looked at them. They're going to be juggernauts. They're going to score. They're some of the worst teams scoring this year. Tampa's just around middle of the pack, and the Rams are bottom two in yards per game. They're not moving the ball, and running game is bad. Daryl Henderson is bad. Cam Akers, Ronnie Rivers. I don't want any part of them. Sell them immediately. Like, I don't see one guy necessarily taking over that backfield. They're just going to use a committee. Whoever's got the hot hand will we'll start. And at this point, nobody has a hot hand. Everybody's cold. I think Cam Akers had five rushes for three yards. It's just they're not looking into. Cooper Cup is probably the only player in that offense I would I would trust at this point. Tyler Higby dropped a dud. I know a lot of people liked him. Um, you know, there's all the memes on Twitter about him, but he's just, he dropped a dud. He was terrible. He had I think it was one target, no catches. Allen Robinson at this point is just like, just I would cut him. I don't have many in, in any leagues, but I know every week when I play a team and I see Allen Robinson starting in that wide receiver two or three spot, I'm like, oh, yes, I know my star is outscoring him. Like, he's a liability at this point. Godwin, Evans. Godwin's gotten, like, ten targets a game, four or five consecutive games. I think it's only a matter of time until he blows up. Um, so he's a great buy-low option. I think Mike Evans is. I think Mike Evans is solid. I think he's low end wide receiver one, high end wide receiver two. There's more optimism for that offense, I think, than the Rams. Um, you know, they have the weapons. They have the quarter, the proven quarterback. Not that Stafford's not proven, but Brady's the goat. If anybody can make it work, it's him. You know, they got a running game hasn't really been going. They have Lenny. They have Kate Auden, who's been good, caught the game-winning touchdown pass. Godwin, Evans, Russell Gage. Who, like That offense will get on track at some point. And I think 
all of those options are good buy lows. Fournette, uh, Evans, all those guys. I know there's been a lot of Rashad White hype. Um, if you own Lenny, I'd pick up Rashad White in injury management and, and all that is obviously very important. You know, you retain value when, you know, if your starter goes down but you have the backup, you still kind of, you don't lose a ton. Obviously, obviously it's a slight downgrade, but, you know, Rashad White would step into that Leonard Fournette role immediately. Chiefs, Mahomes threw for 450, rushed for like 75 yards. Um, nothing you can do about that, really, I think. If you played him this week, you're just grateful he didn't throw any didn't throw like four or five touchdowns. That easily, easily. Like I know the in one interception he had was off Kelsey's hands. He had receivers dropping the ball. It was one of the biggest carry jobs I think I've ever seen. I think it's a. I think Mahomes accounted for. I forgot. I forgot the stat. 97% of the team's total yards. He had more than he had more than half the rushing yard. I think it was more than three quarters of the rushing yards. All the passing yards, like it was ridiculous. Like he beat the Titans by himself. If Kelsey doesn't drop that ball, he has no picks. Pass rating probably perfect. Like he just he beat the Titans all by himself, and that's one thing you don't see that often. Is one player that can beat. We saw it with Joe Mixon and Mahomes this week. The only two players who just beat teams by themselves. Um, looking up to the Ravens-Saints game, let's do some forecasting on that game. I know I have Lamar and Olave. I'm down by six with Lamar and Olave. He's got no one left, so I'm not, I'll, I'll win. I'm not too worried about that unless they somehow both drop massive duds. But, um, Alava, I think, is a mid-end wide receiver, too, for this matchup. I think the Ravens' defense has been really shaky at times. They've gotten better recently, but I think most people remember the week one against the Dolphins. Tua threw for, like, 500 yards, and the Ravens couldn't stop anything. So I think that's potential. That that is in play. I think potentially. I know Olave is I think around 15.1 PPR points a game. He's coming off a uh, game against the Raiders where he had about 10 points, 17 with the Cardinals. You know he's. Oh, and now that Michael Thomas is hurt, he's done for the year. Um, I think Olave is a great option. I mean, he's no one's coming back to take those targets from him. He's the locked in wide receiver one on that team. He's the best passing option outside of Alvin Kamara, so he'll definitely get some targets. Lamar has been frustrating. Tampa, good, great game, 21 points. Week 8, New York week 1, week 2 against Miami, week 3 against New England. He was crazy enough. He was averaging like 38 points a game during that stretch. And then week four to week seven was a stretch where he averaged about 14 points a game. And that was that's frustrating as a fantasy owner because I know you look at, like, overall, it's like overall he's the fantasy player at nine, and, like, everybody wants that. But, like, the problem is, like, with him is the consistency isn't necessarily there yet where 
if he drops 40 one week and 10 the, the next week, it's frustrating because he's, like, it's hard to predict those outbursts because, like, New England, everybody views New England as one of the best defenses in the league. He dropped 40. And against, you know, the Browns, one of the worst, worst off defenses in the league, like, by far, like, they're, like, they're banged up. Denzel Ward's in this time. He put up, like, 10 points. So I think you just got to start him and just live with it at this point. Just accept the fact that he's going to play poorly at times. At that, I think that's inevitable that he'll be bad at some point. Um, I'm not saying bench him or anything. Just accept the fact that there's going to be some 10-point games in there because especially with that offense as hobbled as it is, it's not great. Um, Mark Andrews is out. Start Isaiah Likely. Um, I think with Likely, he's the number one. He's the number one option in that offense right now. That offense is bad. Bateman's hurt. Andrews is hurt. Gus Edwards is hurt. Like I know, usually this doesn't happen at this point in the season. Like fifth-round rookie is the number one option on a team, but this is, you know, the Ravens are in dire need of some help right now. Um, Prediction-wise, I think this, I think the Saints could pull up an upset. I just think the Ravens are so hobbled on offense, you know, there. Devin DuVernay might be worth the start. I mean, he's the wide receiver one, but like last week, I think it was like 80% of his points came on the ground. Like that off, like they're they're desperately trying to, like, throw in reverses and screens and trick plays because they know, like, they can't just drop back and throw the ball. Like, the receivers aren't getting open. Lamar is just forced to sit back there, and it's not good in Baltimore right now. Thank you for tuning in. I will see you guys next week.